Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Have you seen that dude on TikTok, by the way? Mr. Flats? <laughs> I mean, his name isn't Rascal Flats, but it's what I prefer to call him. Yes, not his His name is not legally Rascal Flats. Um, that would be hilarious, though. Um, it would be hilarious, though. <laughs> oh, his name is Gary. Gary. Really? <laughs> his name should be Rascal Flats. I think he should change his name. To Rascal Flatts. His name should legally be Rascal Flatts. I think I think um that's the way to do it. Gary J and Joe. Yeah, that's those are just boring names. They should all change their name individually to Rascal Flatts <laughs> as a unit. Like one is Rask and then the <laughs> other is Cole and the other is Flats. That would be cute. Yeah, just like a like a little um friendship, you know, bracelet or something. Oh you know. Like those little lockets. I love that. Um, anyway, what's he doing on TikTok? <laughs> oh, he's just stitching people that are talking about and singing Life is a Highway. Great. Listen, if it works, it works. <laughs> so good job, Gary. <laughs> yes, Gary. Fucking Gary. Okay, that does lean into my theory, though, that he is related to Guy Fieri. Because, like, why they both start with G if they're not I, related? I don't... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting theory. It's it is, it is compelling. Um much to think about. Anyways, welcome to Into the Twilight. My name is Into. That's Twilight. And I'm the Twilight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are committed to the brand in our name in a way that Rascal always. Flats is too cowardly to do. So check. They're just scared. Yeah, that's okay. We're powerful, so. They had a time before they broke up, but they didn't do it. No. Have I ever told you that I spent a really good portion of my time from, like, fourth to sixth grade just listening to Rascal Flat CDs and staring out the window of the bus just, like, crying to them in the mornings? No, but that does make everything about you make sense. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It really, like, paints Like, I didn't want to cry. It's just that, you know, some of those songs are really sad. (laughs) They do make a lot of sad ones. Yeah, it is. Someone should have called home about that. (laughs) Yeah. If I'm being honest. There was, like, a teacher or something that saw that, or a bus driver, and it was like, hey, (laughs) I notice your kid is openly- A bystander, anyone? Right, openly (laughs) weeping, listening to Rascal (laughs) Friends. Every day, honestly. Every um, day, actually. I think we need to Can like check, check in about this kid's special interest. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Ugh. that is embarrassing. How are you? I am vibing. Now I'm thinking about Rascal Flats, which I, I don't often Good. do, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of music, I I know last week was like Ooh. a big week for me or two weeks ago whatever so much so much music, music. has been happening um and we talked a little bit about the t-swift talked a little bit about stuff but i i would be remiss if i did not bring my girl 
Carly Rae Jepsen into the fold. We this reached week. the moon. We reached the moon. I'm coming back for you, baby. That's how what I'm saying to Carly Rae Jepsen because I didn't talk about her when the album came out, but I'm doing it now. Mm. I'm coming back for her, baby. Um, this album fucking slaps. I love the way her shoulders move. She in that music video. Right, yeah, she just has like a perfect like pop star situation going on but also doing like i like old movies and like i'm just like a little quirky and like i'm doing my thing <sighs> and it's fucking bops to bops no skips it's all jazz baby not really it's not jazz but it's like jazz and sp- in spirituality yeah first of all i still want that disco album that she definitely wrote and has not released yet which is fucked up um also would fuck with a jazz record <laughs> for sure the loneliest time i love to dance to it it makes me happy. I missed my girl. I'm sorry. She I got it's her. upset. It's upsetting. She got upstaged by the elephant in the room, Miss Swift. Which, like, I get it. You know who didn't get upstaged though? Who? <laughs> Megan Trainer. Megan. Tra- <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I am sick of this revisionist history that is happening with Megan Trainer <laughs> right now. Can I just say that? <laughs> I <laughs> please. I am so upset about it. I've there's so many tweets and TikToks being like. Oh, you guys didn't give her the justice she deserves. She's like coming back with a heater and like, listen, is it? Listen, she's married to a spy kid. Shut up. Right. She Right. She's fine. Whatever. I listen. Did she make some hits? Absolutely. Is the current song that she's doing right now a hit? I know. I think she's like very no. good at making, you know, conventional pop music, which is very good. And that's okay. Um, but she makes music. For, for Macy's. For Macy's commercials, for TJ Maxx commercials, for the H&M dressing rooms. <laughs> but I am sick of this because I can't, I can't do this. I can't live my life on gay Twitter with these lies. <laughs> I can't do it. No, it's just, it's bullshit. Right. When I our girl Carly is fu- out like, here putting out the bobs, putting her life on the cross. No one, <laughs> for us. No one needs fucking Megan Trainer. Like nobody, nobody's putting fucking Megan Trainer in a corner. Right, she's fine. She's fine. Right, nobody's. It's fine. And like, I, do I want to listen to a song of her listing all of the brands of clothes that she owns? I don't. You know, I <laughs> like. Nah. No, I don't know. Probably not. Um, but y'all have fun, I guess. If I remember correctly, her and her husband have toilets side by side. They do, and they hold hands while they poop. Allegedly, so, like, so. <laughs> we don't. There's nothing that we can say that's more of a dig than that. <laughs> right. They've already canceled themselves. We don't need to do that. Exactly. Wow. I had a lot of feelings about Megan Trainor. Um, I realized- yeah, we talked <laughs> about Megan Trainor more than we did about Carly or Taylor's But albums. I love Carly's album. It's very good. I love when she's doing like the little Western Winds song. I love when she's- I love, even though it's a meme, I love the I'm coming back to you line even though none of the song is like that at all it's very different I love it it's very fun she's just I love it having a good time she's happy and I like to see my girl happy okay you know what I love even more is that like she was I remember when her songs were really popular during the 2012 Olympics yes oh my and god I was really scared that she was never going to like outlive that. Yeah. And here she is, still making great music. Right. It's like, oh, you thought Call Me Maybe was like the end all be all? Mm mm. Mm mm. Joke's on you. I'm going to make some of the best pop records ever this decade and have a blast doing it. And thank God. 
that she's, I she's love her. for her service. <laughs> she's, she's doing so much for us. Oh, I love her. Um, so stream Carly Rae Jepsen. You know what to do. If you're listening to this, you've already listened to it, I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. listen to it again. Why not? We know our demographic. Go to the B-sides, you know, go back to the others. Just keep it going. Keep it on loop, baby. Yeah, I feel like our demographic is, like, we know Eva right. Fletcher. Like, right. we, we know. <laughs> like, you know about all the music lesbian wars on TikTok. Like, you know. You know. <laughs> like, you're, you're plugged in. We're preaching to the choir right now. Right. Um, how are you doing, my friend? Um, I'm feeling spooky because this is coming out on Halloween. Ooh, happy Halloween. <laughs> Halloween on a Monday feels kind of fucky. It's kind of you know rude. I mean? Yeah. My happy thing is going to be maybe the most adult, like, old thing I've ever said, which is telling, mm. perhaps. Um, but my happy thing is Halloween-sized candy. Oh, such a good like, happy thing. Fun TM size candy. Yeah. I don't know. My my five, my mm. eight, my thirteen year old self would yeah. be kicking me in the shins right now <laughs> for saying that this is an appropriate amount of candy. Mm-hmm. But um I have older gums now (laughs) sure than i did when i was uh those ages Mm -hmm. and i have come to this geriatric age and have realized that the fun tm size candy is actually exactly what i need yeah it is a very important size metric in a way that's like not you know the traumatizing like oh it's skinny you know like or it's tiny so it's like whatever. right it's like no, it's, it's not f- like a hundred calorie pack right exactly it's fun which is crucial it's fun <laughs> it's fun it's a very <laughs> crucial difference of how you phrase it um because then you're like oh look at me having a sweet treat for me you know just having a little yeah treat. yes it is very clear like i want to make this explicit thank you for reminding me that it is not for the purpose mm-hmm. of um my body right with which i consume this size i can eat whatever the fuck i want here's the thing though my teeth hurt now (laughs) yeah it's just about the teeth i am so i like this size candy because i can eat it and i and my teeth say oh actually i'm good that's the appropriate amount right (laughs) um whereas if i consumed more which is unfortunate because the kind of candy i like is sour and it makes my mouth hurt yeah um that i would my mouth would be in pain right. and it's just enough that i go mm, thank you for this size candy yeah is it more packaging yes it is yes but i had to purchase it anyways because i have to leave it outside my door for children yes um because i i now have trick-or-treaters and i would love to be able to see them but i will die so i'm gonna leave it outside my door for them to get instead so i had Mm. to get it anyways and i was like "Mm, thank you i'll just take all the sour patch kids out of these before i give it to them right yeah because those are mine (laughs) (laughs) because that is the adult tax i get to take yes um and it's just a great little size and i'm very glad that they exist yes i am uh very thrilled with the concept of fun size candies because it's like 
you can still enjoy Halloween while having an adult body that is just like, I can't yes. eat teeth. And it's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep Without can't keep my up with dentist appearing out of nowhere and like kicking me in the jaw. Yeah, coming in a stupor and being like, how dare you do right. this to me <laughs> in your teeth? Like, what the fuck did I tell you? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, I love it so much. Um, I am so excited to talk about our current events this week. Yes. The Ugh. first of which, I will say actually all of these caught me by surprise this week, but I feel like this first one truly caught me by surprise. Out of nowhere, these dropped. I, We were not warned. We had no, you know, the sirens were going off, but it already happened. <laughs> we all were not I prepared. want, all I ask for is just someone to give me a heads up. You don't even need to send them ahead of time. Just tell me so that I can be online when this happens. Yeah. <sighs> Do you so Robert? Robert. Rob. Um his photos with Dior men for the spring 2023 campaign came out this week. <sighs> and folks, folks. Whoo. They are <laughs> so good. This man It's kind of fucked up. Finally got dressed properly. And not in a way that's like, he's wearing a suit, you know? Like, he's styled in beautiful ways. Like, this first one, he has this, like, you know, greasy hair going on, which is great. And he has this, like, gray two-piece situation going on. And this, like, satchel bag on the <sighs> side. And it's all, like, perfectly baggy, but not in a way that's, like, not his body. Um, it's all I'm, I love this and all the styling where it's like these like colored you know backdrops sort of in the background but not like a full thing and like pieces of furniture i'm obsessed the this first photo unfortunately Ooh, with the red yeah. of him <laughs> uh, in the gray suit with the blue backdrop and his mm-hmm. tousled hair Ooh. i miss this style on men this tousled hair specifically him yes it's like perfect running hands through hair hair (laughs) i love it so much what fan fictions are made for Um, you know (laughs) if you have a short haircut and hair gel and you can do this like tousled look fuck please do it because it always looks hot don't deny yourself Um, that pleasure please sexiness the one of the photos, I think it was the one with the red backdrop, um, reminds me a lot of a TikTok that's sound that's going around, which is like, if you are a dude and you want to look hot, here's what you do. And it's like, put on a hoodie and then a flannel and gray sweatpants. Yeah. And the fact that he's wearing the hoodie with a jacket over it, you just look so hot. I don't yeah. know what it is. It's wild that someone who is wearing so many clothes at once <laughs> still looks like he's not like a kid being like it's my turn on the xbox you know like <laughs> oh my god like he's wearing like these black leather pants he's got this long jacket and a hoodie and like a flannel shirt situation going on there's a lot of layers here he is ready for winter he's ready for hibernation but like in style there was one i know that i shared on our twitter account too where he's wearing shorts Yes, the legs and, are out. <laughs> like, 
I think it's just because hands often look weird in photos. Mm. But weirdly, his knees look fine, which I think are also difficult to photograph. But yeah. his pinky is a little oop. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he is giving a little bit of a oop <laughs> situation. <laughs> There's just something. I don't know who this team was of the styling in the background, the clothes Mm -hmm. the hair everything about it he just looks so polished but also like "Mm, i just woke up like this which is very robert right and i would just like to thank this team (laughs) the academy (laughs) thank you everyone because it is hard it is hard to get this man to wear clothes sometimes yeah that actually look good on him right and like fit him (laughs) so thank you thank you god yeah thank you god and also jesus and also robert pattinson and and please give him more satchels yeah he's specifically those like structured satchels he's a satchel boy i am i'm into it um i want to know please give me a what's in my bag robert audition oh please hey guys welcome back to my channel (laughs) it's me robert (laughs) i just want him to dump it out and be like here's a couple receipts oh there's a joint oh there's another blunt oh there's his Um, vape yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i just need to know what's in his bag so badly there's a myriad of things he stole from the batman set uh (laughs) (laughs) maybe some some pasta to go you know oh my god (laughs) microwave pasta to go (laughs) i could you do me the honor of giving us some TikTok news? Oh, it would be an honor. Because this... A.K.A. Short King Scorpio news. Yes. Um, folks, our boy, Penn Badgley, is on TikTok. Wee, wee, if wee, you, wee. like Cody, took a break from TikTok, can I ask that you don't do that anymore? Right, because then you're going to miss this. <laughs> <laughs> important news like this because uh, I was just scrolling down my old FYP you know living my life and wh- oh Penn Badgley is doing like a little dance what hello hello sir <laughs> and turns out he's posting on his account and also his like podcasts account um, this last week and they're good TikToks they're, they're good they're relevant and annoyingly Here's the frustrating thing. Every time I see this man, I forget how attractive he is. He's so hot. It's so fucked It's like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but it's like when I, every time that I don't see him on screen, I forget. I'm like, oh, it's just Penn. Like, I'm probably just making that up. Right. And then I see him on screen with the little fucking gap that he has between his teeth. And I forget to breathe. It's honestly obnoxious. Yeah. Um, and his first TikTok too being an anti-hero video is so funny um i also love that this glamour article does roast pen for not being verified on tiktok um which i think is he probably will be soon yeah it's like give him a minute he just got here okay he's he's fine he's trying his best right so i am obsessed with this development he is verified he's verified currently so take that Glamour. Okay, so take this down, Emily Tannenbaum. 
<laughs> you're gonna get sued for slander. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna say. I mourned deeply mm. when Dakota got rid of her gap. Yes. If Penn ever gets rid of his gap, it's I'm over. moving to the forest. It's like it's shutting down. You will never hear from me again. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be over. We can't do this. Um, I can't go on like he this. Looks so hairy in this, and it's honestly <laughs> fuck. Like I need to scroll. It's like honestly fucking me up a little bit. <sighs> yeah, this man. Ugh. This man has a wife. This man has a child. Right. I can't. We can't live like this. <sighs> but it's very good. Um, it's very applicable to him. It's not just like cheesy. It's him being like, oh, hey, just remember me. I'm not my character. So yeah. please stop. Because I'm not a murderer, I swear. Or Dan. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> um, I love him. I love him very much. It is very good to see a celebrity who actually knows how to use social media. Yes. Thank God for that. And also his podcast one was very cute. Yeah, they seem like they're they're a good good duo situation. I'm I'm into it. I love it a lot. This last piece of news is not necessarily news so much as I just would like to yell about it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The... There has been an update this past week that the Batman squeakle um, might not come out until 2025. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to say, first of all, that I recognize as a logical person that 2025 is only three years away. Right. But I also know that when I read 2025, like I did in this article, that is the date that we would use in movies as a kid of, like, when the world would end. <laughs> right, of, like, how what the future sounded like, you know, because that's right. so far away. Oh. And so I'm just having a really hard time trying to grasp uh, that that's a real number. Yeah, I, uh, I want them to take their time and make another banger of a movie, whatever, whatever. Um, but I don't like waiting, so... No, I'm not. How are you going to fix that, Michael Reeves patient. or Matt Reeves? <laughs> Person. Yeah, no. And also, like, how long can it take realistically, you know? Right. You know, like, to make a movie? <laughs> <laughs> how long does it take to make a Batman? Come on. We used to flip that shit. I Easy. Just, <laughs> I just, you know, like, everybody has a camera nowadays, so. <laughs> yeah, get your smartphone. Just make it right now. Right. I don't. I see YouTubers make shit all the time. What are you talking about? That it takes three years. Right. Jason and I said it's still making YouTube videos, so we can just. (laughs) Can you imagine if the next one was told three? I would die. Just like Robert Pattinson as as um, fucking Batman on riding a skateboard in New York City (laughs) in traffic. Um, Lizzie Bennett would also be. Very hilarious. Just web series format. I love that. <laughs> oh my god. I would die. Um, so just, you know, set your calendars if your iPhone goes that far in the future. <laughs> you could even think that far in advance. <laughs> um until then though, we have episode five of Vampire Diaries. Nope. Mm. 
Vampire Academy to talk about. <laughs> yep. I don't. That's the one. <laughs> There's too many shows with vampire in the name to talk about. Yeah. Um, last time, episode four, Lissa had suitors that yeah. unfortunately included Jesse Zeklos. <sighs> yeah. Unfortunately. That is important for this episode. Right. Because we get know. a lot of Jesse in this one. We get so much Jesse in this. Um, the other thing that's important to remember is that last time it ended with Demetri being like, Rose, you're so strong. Rose, you're so great. Yeah. Rose, trust me. And then he <laughs> is like luring her and then someone puts a bag over her head. Right. So very cool. So, very fun. <laughs> cool stuff. <laughs> uh, so great. Good. Love that. Love to utilize someone's trust against them. Yeah, it's very good. Um, we start this by they are unmasked. <laughs> they are. Yes. The gang's all here. And they're in just Meredith's like. Meredith's back. Meredith's back. Yes. Um, we got Eddie. Love my life. Oh, we got the crew. Pretending to be a Maroi. Right. And they're like, this is a test. We are doing this like IRL training expedition situation. Yeah. This is your last step before the royal tour. Right. Exactly. So Rose, Meredith, Eddie, who's pretending to be a Maroi. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's favorite friends, Herc and Dean. Yeah, for sure. Love them. Everyone, everyone knows from the books. <laughs> our friends, Herc <laughs> and Dean. Everyone loves and most importantly remembers those two. And remembers and knows and cares about. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Can I just say right off the bat? Yeah. I can't believe it took us halfway through this show for this to feel like the most book-like episode of the show. I, I agree, know. Holly. Yes, Holly, so true, Queen. Um, but, but like this is the this episode was kind of fire not gonna lie um, I know and I think because like the first episode we were obviously very surprised that we enjoyed it and then over right. I think the next few episodes were like you know teetering around things that are obviously very different and things that we're enjoying from it but this was the right. first one since that first episode that felt like oh shit this is like I, I remember my mind's eye is open. I'm here. I remember this. This is exciting. And I right. get to see it visually, which we haven't really been able to do in a really long time. Uh, no. So this was very exciting because I was like, oh, shit, how are they going to do this? Ooh, how exciting. Because this had this still had a lot of similarities to the book with some yeah. major differences. Yes. But it felt like the book. And it's Ben, that's what I've been waiting for this whole time mm -hmm. was give me the feeling that I felt when I was reading it. Right. And I was very happy that I felt that yeah. this time. Especially with like, you know, the intensity of like the action and all those kind of like emotional things too. Like the pacing of this felt very like, hell yeah, we're in it. This is like how the yes. book feels in terms of like reading it, you know, and getting sucked into it, um, which was exciting me i 100% agree and we also got stuff that i wasn't sure they were going to do like victor does now confirms have a terminal illness right yes we actually got that 
uh, not resolution. We got that confirmation. Um, that we he got a is... little bit of a like hinted resolution by the end of this episode, but I right. wasn't sure that that's what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. So to know that they had that, I was obsessed with Eddie pretending to be a Maroi. Oh my gosh. And just bugging the shit out of Rose. Right. <laughs> I miss them. I love them. And her just being like, Eddie, if you don't eat this granola bar, I'm actually going to kick your teeth in. <laughs> like, I will kill you. I don't care if I fail this <laughs> quiz anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> oh. And also, we get... So we've kind of known the past couple episodes that, like, Alberta is different in the show mm-hmm. than she was in the books. Yeah. But there's a scene pretty early on in this episode where we find out that, like, the Strigoi, there was one Strigoi that was let loose yeah. during this uh, this test. Mm-hmm. And it turns into, oops, now there's two because this Strigoi fucking killed <laughs> the the person that was with them yeah and because like initially and, it was like oh hell yeah we got guardians gonna play like it is in the books of like playing pretend stragoy yes and like fighting it off and it's like uh-oh just kidding this is real and now there's two of them so it's much more dangerous right. um oopsies and naturally victor's like um hello yeah hey guys what <laughs> like we just talked about how we don't have like our numbers are dwindling why yeah. the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. And Alberta is like, um, this is, if this is the royal will, why are we questioning this? Right. They're going to have to figure out how to do this eventually. Right, guys? <sighs> it's like, okay. And I love Dimitri being like, fuck this. Like, I have to go tell them. I have to go warn them. Yeah. And when Victor finally leaves and is like, fuck you, Alberta. I don't like this. And naturally, Dimitri does that, too. When Alberta turns, like, snaps her neck at him and is like, don't fucking lecture me on this. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a different woman than in the books. (laughs) Yeah, completely. But it makes a lot of sense. Like, she doesn't have time. Like, what are they going to do? What are they? Like, (laughs) she has a job here. um, And Dimitri is not doing a very good job at hiding how worried he is. No. Which is not good. Yeah. Does not add, uh, help with the stress levels of everyone in this situation. No. no. And these poor kids still think it's a test mm-hmm. with just their instructors and not an actual struggle. Yeah. Right. Which so, is not good. Uh-oh. <laughs> but row. Um, yikes. I did think it was smart, though, that they left those... Like their blood patches. Yes. Yeah. And we're like, smart. you know what? Fuck this. Like, <laughs> right. Rose immediately. They're not was playing like, by the rules. Fuck the rules. I'm out. Let's just do it our way. Right. Very good. Um, what do you think about the uh, Mikhail situation? Okay. So if I remember right, in the book, mm-hmm. Mikhail was working with Victor. Yes. He went dark side in the first book. Mm -hmm. So it is wild that, I mean, he does go dark side, but like in a different way. Yes. Um, And I did think his whole 
situation in this was very sad. Mm-hmm. And very traumatizing um, for Rose. <laughs> to, like, literally tra- I did think um, that it was incredibly overt when he got turned and then he stands up and there's that huge ass cross behind oh, him. Yeah. Because that was the thing that they mentioned before. They were talking about like human uh, places of worship. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned this later on, like with Lissa, they're talking about um, like Maroi places of worship too. But he looked scary as fuck. I'll say that. Yeah. Totally. Um, it was, it was supposed to be in the book that Rose, her first two um marks that she gets mm-hmm. on the back of her neck are in Spokane. Right. And so it's wild that now her first mark is going to be her instructor. Mm-hmm. Still traumatizing. Yeah. Different kind of traumatizing. Completely. Yeah. And also since we were kind of setting up Mikhail for like a very interesting like side plot situation. Right. And now it's just like, oh, well, he's a Sergoid now. So now it's t- all of that's fumbled into a different direction. But they don't say at the end that he's dead, though. Right. We don't know. Just that he's Sergoid. Right. Ugh. Which, if he... I'm wondering if they're then going to set up that he will work with Christian's parents and start the invasion at the academy. Right. Yeah. But that info. Mm. Right. Uh-oh. Um, which is... Not good. No. I, the fight, so there was a lot of good action in this. And I Ooh, will say that, so like, good. we, that was something we were worried about initially of how they were going to use their money. The action throughout the show has always been really good. Yeah. And the fight between Rose and Mikhail and then later Dimitri there as well. Mm-hmm. Was really good, <laughs> even though <laughs> fucking Dimitri got like a massive concussion being thrown right. against that stone. Yeah, he was gone, girl, for sure. <laughs> um, but the like knife toss, and then, um, it, and I think this is where it really stood out to me that it felt a lot like the book is when Rose, after Dimitri has pulled Mikhail off of him, off of her. She has to stand up and is, like, still crying, but mm. reporting to Alberta the status of everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, like, that, even though we're in third person at this point. Yeah. That is the, like, essence of the whole thing. Right. Of, like, always doing is, her duty, even though she is literally traumatized yes. at every waking moment. <laughs> And you feel that so much in the books because they're from Rose's POV. Right. And I feel like this was the first time in five episodes that we've actually felt something for Rose. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Right. But I'm glad that it's starting to happen. At least we're here. <laughs> at least we have right. like her as a solid sort of character at this point. Um, yeah. Which is important. I also love to... Um, because at one point, um, you know, Lissa and Christian are like, 
hear about it and get like freaked out and be like, we're going to help. Mm-hmm. And Rose is like, fuck you. Absolutely not. I'm doing this, whatever. And Christian does this little fire thing. And the way he does it, like we finally get like, you know, Mariah using their magic and stuff as like an offensive sort of situation. And you can tell it's very unfamiliar to him. Cause he's like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's coming out of me. I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, it's very good. I, I loved the way they, the, second like the backup group came into this um and again that's very different than the books because it does involve um lissa really having to kind of shake dimitri because he's in the church like praying yeah at this point and lissa's like homie hey bud um (laughs) thoughts and prayers (laughs) like aren't gonna do shit at this time you need to like go get my girl yeah um, but of course it's like, it's Lissa and Christian and Mia, of course, and Mason. And the only person apparently that's a student that has a fucking car is Jesse. Yeah. Because he's uh, here. Right. Um, and Dimitri takes his motorcycle, but somehow ends up being later than them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I love that the when the team rolls up to like go and find Rose and stuff, mm-hmm. um, we get to see Mia using her water magic for the first time. <gasps> yes, and oh. it's like in Avatar. It's yes. so scary mm-hmm. that she uses it. We don't get confirmed if it's her using it on his like. I assumed it was his internal like water. Yeah. And that's some real, like, fucking Avatar blood magic. That's so scary. The way they did the sound with that, too, was so gross. It was, like, oh, terrifying. Um, And again, we get more gay-looking And, like, overt this time, too. So, like, hello. Because Rose talks about it to Meredith, about her crush on Mia. And it's just, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. No one is, like, shocked about it. Yeah. And then Jesse mentions it with Mia and Meredith, and right. neither of them are like, um, like they don't deny it, right? Ugh. So I, I think it's just like confirmed a thing, a win. which I'm obsessed with, a win for the girls so, and the gays. <laughs> here's my question then, because both of them are gone last episode. Did Mia go with Meredith to go see her family? Oh, are God. they U-hauling already? <laughs> Are they just speedrunning this? I don't know. I mean, that yeah, that is an interesting point because they were not really involved at all last episode. Hmm. Hmm. I have questions. Interesting. I I was unfortunately here's the thing. I have reservations about Mason. Yeah. I recognize that they are reservations about Book Mason and not yes. about the show. Right. But that's my truth. Because the only thing that happened this episode, Mason stood in front of Lissa. <laughs> he was also like, let me help you, Rose. Because, like, she was like, how the fuck did you know where I was? And he was like, girl, I know how you think. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Uh, hello. And, but this whole time, especially near the end of the episode, too, I was just like, Mason, stop. <laughs> I can't do this. But yeah, the magic in this, the offensive magic, I'm so glad that we're getting to. Yes. Agreed. And 
I didn't, ex- I totally expected that we were going to get to it a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. but it's wild that they really are leaning into the fact that Christian has never offensively used his magic before. Right. That this was the first time and it hasn't been on Jesse mm-hmm. because he deserves it and he needs it. Right. And honestly, you should go back. <laughs> do it again. We should go back and do it again. Um, do you think... So when Dean comes back, he's like dead, right? Yeah, right. Um, and Lissa's standing over him, and Mia is like right behind Lissa. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Mia saw Lissa heal him? I feel like she has to have, right? Like, right. I feel like in the periphery, or like in the way that they were near each other, like she must have. I would be surprised if she hadn't. Because I don't think Liz is still. I would be surprised too. Liz has never really been subtle, at least in the books, about her. No, she was not subtle, especially like with except for compulsion. Like she's pretty not subtle about the whole healing thing, you know. Um, So I feel like it. She wasn't subtle later in the episode too. Certainly not. No, completely. Um, So like, I don't know. Hmm. I also thought that when Dimitri had to, like, pull Mikhail's body off of Rose. And he had... And, like, Rose is, like, obviously sobbing. Yeah. And he had to be, like, Rose, he's gone. That... They've been pretty overt about the foreshadowing of Dimitri. Yeah. Uh, But to me, that felt, like, very overt foreshadowing about Dimitri. Yeah. Being, like, girl. uh, He's gone. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that he was like, it doesn't get any easier, you know, like, it's, no. it's going to be God. bad forever. And it's like, hey, bud, stop it. I can't have you die literally in season one if there's only one season of this show. We don't know. I'm, But like, if we do that. Especially with how many budget cuts that Peacock has had mm-hmm. and the stuff that they've been cutting, I'm right. so scared that they're not going to renew this. Yeah. It's so good, and I'm very nervous. Yeah, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> move, move it to Netflix, just like Girls Forever or Five Ever or whatever. Move it to HBO. Yeah, Keep HBO would be mature. fire. Yeah, get that uh, House of Dragons budget, baby. Come on now. <laughs> Those costumes. Yeah, build us a real castle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, I'm worried about Lissa. The fact that she, I mean, to be fair, she was doing this in the book, too, but just, like, doing her fucking spirit magic out in the open yeah and being like oh my god this is so great like i finally know like what i am like how exciting um and rose as she does in the books too is like hey you kind of seem like you're having a bummer time though like you seem kind of <laughs> you seem kind of yeah sad i've been getting some weird vibes off of i've been you, getting girl. some really cursed energy from you like do you think this is good and this is like no 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 this is so chill like sometimes my eyes just fully turn black but like it's really cool and chill, you know? <sighs> it's, like, a really cool, fun, chill time. So. How? <sighs> okay, so the ending of this is weird, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, one, it's, like, Lissa being, like, fuck, I do need to get, like, betrothed to Jesse. Yes, I, I need the Nasty. votes for the council, so I need to get Jesse. Ugh. But I do think that they both recognize that it's out of, like, it's on paper. It's not. Right. um, It's an obligation. Because they actually like each other. Mm -hmm. 
And if that is how they're doing this, I might feel a little bit better about it, but I still don't like it. Um, I feel really bad for Sonia. Yeah. I am also confusion because if she, because she kind of went X Games mode at the end of this by like (laughs) healing Victor. Yeah, she fully went X Games mode. Because Victor is like obviously has this illness and then she like heals him, but like doesn't like fully cure him but like heals him i think a a good amount and he's like what up bitches i'm running evanescenced by birds right and yeah she she like just says she just yeets herself (laughs) and which i thought was gonna be like a forever yeet yeah and the birds were like no babe like now we got you yeah we're gonna take you to the skies and so that's my hmm. worst nightmare yeah (laughs) completely just like on a on a carpet of birds being touched by so many birds <laughs> no so don't know what's going on there but yeah what kind of fucking trust fall with birds like hello <laughs> what was that yeah very confusing how did you did, okay i'm just gonna be real real did you get twilight vibes from dimitri watching rose sleep <laughs> Oh my god, it was so Edward vibes, absolutely. <laughs> Why was he there? Why, Why was, was he no do- one there but him? <laughs> How did he get there? What's going on? Is Sir? he allowed in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I, Why was he just in the shadow? Like, I, Sir? I respect your, your burgeoning love or whatever, but hey, space, boundaries, important. You were an adult. Yeah. <laughs> How about we don't do this? Like, what if she farted? <laughs> like, you don't know each other that well. You can't just do that yet. You can't just expose yourself like that yet. <laughs> like, don't do that. No. But he was just like, she literally just opened his eyes and he was like, hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop. You're not there yet. Yeah. You don't even know what kind of, like, fucking Taco Bell sauce she likes yet. Like, stop. Right. You don't even know the proper answers to the important questions yet. So, keep it a stack yeah okay. you don't know her mom's maiden name right. you don't know what street she grew up on right. you don't know her security <laughs> questions <laughs> exactly her um, favorite teacher from middle school <laughs> exactly yeah you can't hack into her bank account so right. don't watch her sleep yeah um you haven't earned that yet that is my honestly moving forward that's my rule if you can't answer <laughs> someone's security questions to get into their bank account don't watch them sleep it's honestly a pretty good litmus. <laughs> um, but he was all like, yeah, babe, uh, I should have been watching out for your bond, babe, because that's my literal job. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mind was on you instead. Right. Sorry. Anyway, uh, I know that Mason's walking in, so I'm going to disappear. <laughs> Where did he go? Where did he go? I don't know. Was he on the ceiling? Where did he go? What's going on? <laughs> Anyways, it felt very Twilight to me because Mason comes in. He's like crying as always because Mason's always crying. It's just yeah. a fucking water sign. He's just like, so I know that you're going to the world tour, um, but I'll be here waiting for you. Like, I'm always waiting for you. I'll always be here for you. <laughs> God, Mason. Stop. back. <laughs> I think a titular thing that we have not talked about yet that I want to know your feelings on from this episode is Miss Tatiana. Miss Tatiana is continuing (laughs) to prove herself to be a very interesting but confusing character to me. I am in the book. It was easier. 
Because she right. was queen. Because she was the queen. So she had, like, you know, her thing going on. But now she's not. So it's, yeah. like, yet, right. <laughs> Presumably, yet. Um, so she's, like, kind of playing this, like, double agent situation going on right now. Which, which I, think I love. Is, yes, it's incredibly delicious. Um, you know, on the council and everything. But I'm, like, not sure what the end game is here yet for her. Like, if she has that full power. Especially because it seems like... She's very much come in, playing both sides, being yes. like, I'm going to do this to make sure that I get to be queen. But Victor comes in at the end of this episode and is like, all healed. He walks in like a real bad bitch and is right. like, um, you just killed, like, you all think this is a win. Four people have been injured. Seven people have been killed. Fuck you. Right. Um, Something's got to change, not baby. happening on my watch. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to be the king. Hell yeah. Weird dueling each other to a walk-off yeah that's how it really should happen if i'm being honest yeah they just just do like a fashion show they just like walk they strut you know who has the best strut can lead this great nation that and a lip sync like that's the real democratic if they did drag race rules this would the royal stuff would feel so much better in any royal show they just need to just have a little lip sync for their lives or their legacy and both, perhaps. right? <laughs> both, perhaps. <laughs> um, I think that the way, I think that another thing that helped this episode feel a lot more like the books was the way that it ended for Lissa and Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get to see a full sex scene with Christian and Lissa, which I felt like was rude. Yeah. I know that you all can show tits and ass, so right. how dare you deprive us of this? <laughs> um that seems fake but her eyes go black just like sonia and then so do roses and she's she fucking breaks the scoreboard (laughs) (laughs) which like is so good (laughs) yeah i'm glad we're still touching on the thing of like them both feeling the the pain from that of like going to the dark side or whatever um and And she absorbs it too right yeah so I am interested. I can't wait for Rose to tell Lissa, like, hey, so remember how you were just weirded out that, like, I saw you kiss? Right. Well, now I saw and, like, <laughs> felt you having sex. And also I absorb your darkness now. Yeah. So, so that's what's up. So have fun with that. Yeah. Just keep that information in there. <sighs> yeah. Just for your reference. Um, I'm so scared. Next week is episode six, and it's titled uh, Monge, the the marks that they oh, get the on the back of their neck Mo- every time Mojina, they kill Mr. Boy. Molina, I don't know. <laughs> There's a J um, in there somewhere. <laughs> so, presumably, just like it happened in the book, Rose will get her first mark before she has graduated. Mm-hmm. And it will be bittersweet. But it's weird because the last time she got two and she was like, fuck this, because Mason was dead. Right. So it's a totally different emotional context here. (laughs) Because it's just like one of her teachers, which is still weird, but not as traumatizing as Mason. As last time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I have questions. I'm also still curious when Adrian is going to show up. Because they mentioned someone briefly. Um... I don't remember who it... I think it was Tatiana. 
Mm-hmm. When they were talking about the royal tour, that she knows someone. Yeah. Um, and I think that's who she might have been talking about, but I don't know. I just need him so bad. I need to see how they do him. I think that's him. when he's going to show up is at the royal tour. Yeah. Because he's theoretically, in the book anyway, he was re- he was a nephew of Tatiana. Yes. Right. So that might be how it happens. Interesting. Anyway. Um, we have some fantastic patrons. Do you want to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Pew pew. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Katya Cart. Pew pew pew. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Bow, bow. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ow, ow. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Ow, ow, ow. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. Mom! Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Dan Seclos. Ooh. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ow! Thank you to India Peach. Ooh. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Pew, pew. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Jalene Ivishkov. I have a fan fiction today that was sent in by <gasps> Kelly Beck. Oh my gosh. Incredible. <laughs> this is by the fan fiction author GG256. Love it. And it is titled Scandalicious. <laughs> The summary is, Dimitri learns a new word and ends up going viral on TikTok. Oh my god. (sighs) Buckle your seatbelts, folks. Whenever I could, I'd pull out my phone and take a picture or little video. Sometimes it was as simple as Dimitri putting on his duster. Other times, it was a little more drool-worthy, like watching him bench press my body weight with ease. Some he knew about, like when he stared at me in confusion as I asked him if he could snap and insisted on video evidence. Other times, my secret mission was carried out in a much more clandestine manner. All in all, the photos and clips meant nothing on their own, but once I had... (laughs) them all nicely lined up in a video with Fergalicious as the soundtrack, it became a work of art. Scandalous art. I swear, I never meant for it to get out, much less become a viral sensation around the school. After I had finished, I had sent the short video to Lissa. Her roommate caught a glimpse and found it utterly hilarious, immediately asking if she could have a copy too. 
I was hesitant, but Liz assured me that it was no big deal. After all, Amy had been part of our initial mini dance party too. She understood the inside joke. Unfortunately, Amy felt like the joke was entertaining enough to share the enti- share with the entire student body. All it took was one upload to TikTok, and the rest was history. Horrible, anxiety-inducing history. I winced as I heard the song echo from a nearby phone. I hesitantly glanced to the side, and a new wave of guilt flowed through me. It was one thing to have the students passing it around. However, the guy watching it beside me was one of the younger guardians on campus. He was one of Dimitri's co-workers and peers. I was so dead. And scene. I'm obsessed. I love a mortified Dimitri. It's so important to me. Can you imagine the thirsty comments? Oh my god, through the roof. Are you kidding? <laughs> and be he unbearable. I mean, I feel like okay, in the TV show, this would only occur because the book, like TikTok, wouldn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. So in the TV show, we know that he would know how to use technology because they have it. But I still feel like he would not understand some of the emojis, mm-hmm. perhaps. He'd be like, why are there all these skulls here? I don't yeah. get it. Um, Kelly, thank you for your service. Absolutely. For sending this over. Um, as always, please send fan fictions over. Um, they help me. So that I do not get lost on the internet searching for things yeah. uh, that could spoil me since we are not finished reading this series yet. Right. Um, but this is, when this comes out, this will be the end of a month. So new month. Tell your friends about the show. Uh, sign up on Patreon. Yes. That's always a great thing to do. Always fun. It's a fun time there. We have a lot of fun yeah. stuff. You're, you can always send us stuff there, and we get to see it, and it's just, like, it's a great time there. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Get some fun-sized candy. Yes. We won't tell your dentist if you don't tell ours. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> your secret's safe with us. Um, and until next time, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.